0: there! Welcome back to Science Fiction fiction Affliction. Uh, I'm Salim Siderwal, and as always, I'm joined by my host and friend, Carl Ames. Carl, how are you?
1: Uh Good evening, everyone. What's up, Salim? I'm doing all right. I hope you're having a good night. I am.
0: Uh, the Bulls won, so uh, it was a good team win. Uh, DeMar DeRozan was awesome, but uh, yeah. He... Uh, he was used, but a lot of guys chipped in and uh, got a r- tough road win against a pretty good Miami team. Uh, and that at that without Zach Levine, but yeah, I'm doing good with that. Cliff, good to see you back. Sorry your power's out, man. That's that's tough. Um, yeah, I know I know that feeling when you're without internet for like a, a long time. So sucks that. I'm hope I hope uh, I hope everyone's safe. For you down there with your family and all your friends and stuff and minimal minimal damage for you as well hopefully um joe thanks for joining us as well um we're not gonna be talking bears unfortunately but uh uh maybe maybe a science a science fiction bear might be uh <laughs> spoken about i don't know maybe maybe, maybe
1: we should talk about science fiction with the bears is the only good news we could <laughs> have <laughs>
0: uh what's the deal got, Carl? got how do you think going on with you i was uh you said you had a pretty good night
1: yeah you know what i uh i said i was gonna do it and i should have done it a long time ago but i kind of got snuck up on with this uh black adam movie coming out tomorrow mm-hmm. and um i finally watched shazam just like literally two hours ago so oh nice would you did you like it <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't bad. I liked it. It was pretty good. Um I enjoyed it. I thought it. it was enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. I thought it,
0: like it wasn't
1: fantastic by yeah. any means, but like I felt like and maybe
0: also my my opinion was clotted because of DC movies, because in general DC movies have been pretty bad. And I was like, Oh, I was actually surprised at how good this was. I was like, Oh, this was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. So um yeah. Um obviously we'll see. I forget I didn't move the date for the second one yeah
1: sometime next year Uh, i don't remember the exact date sometime next year though
0: yeah yeah um
1: but yeah i and i
0: thank you for uh starting the show a little bit late because the bulls first game of the season i wanted to uh sit through the entirety of the game and uh, luckily uh with the start time being a little earlier because they played on the east coast so uh, i was able to uh, catch the entirety of the game and then could start obviously right now uh but yeah let's uh let's get into our show then um i think we have uh we're going to be most the the big thing we're going to be talking about is she-hulk just reviewing that but we do have um a few fast flicks here so carl i'll let you go ahead and uh, play our fast flick uh video all right so the first fast flick is harrison ford cast as general thunderbolt ross in captain america four um yeah so obviously the the big time legendary actor uh is going to be replacing the late william hurt obviously we talked about william hurt passing away um and the, he's going to be playing him in the Captain America: New World Order movie. Um, interestingly enough, he he's not set to appear in Thunderbolts, uh, which starts shooting, I believe, like right after Captain America gets done done shooting. So it it's funny just because like the Thunderbolts is it's. In the comics, it's because like Thunderbolt Ross, he's the leader of that. Uh, so it's interesting that he's not going to be in it. But obviously, you know, MCU does their own thing anyway, so it, they can always change the meaning of Thunderbolts. Um, but yeah, that that was. I, I think it was like rumored or something like that that he was going to do it, and people just kind of blew it off. Uh, it's just because Harrison Ford tends to like be picky and choosy. And I guess maybe MC, Disney just gave a, a, a big enough bag. They're like, you know, what do you want? <laughs> how much, how much money do you want to, for that No to turn into a yes? It is like, probably ends up saying yes. So what, what are your thoughts on, on Harrison Ford being the new Thunderbolt Ross? And I want to yeah. ask you something mm-hmm. about in relation to character, uh, replacing characters as they pass because i know your opinion on it i want to ask you about uh, something in general but uh yeah go ahead and give me your thoughts on harrison ford
1: yeah i think um i, I like the idea of him and i know there's like this i don't know why there's uh, such a discourse on harrison ford being in the like the actor harrison ford joining the mcu like there's so many people that are just against it and i don't I guess I never really looked into why they feel that way, but I just noticed that there's quite a few people that are just like, "Why Harrison Ford? Why would you ever do the, you know, join the MCU?" then they don't just they just don't want him in there for whatever reason. Again, I never really looked into it, but I think it's a good, uh, like, if we're recasting from off of uh, William Hurt to go to Harrison Ford, I think like visually they are similar looking uh, enough, not like twins or anything. Mm-hmm. But I think it works fine. Um, Whether or not he's going to be the Red Hulk is, I think, is what most people's concerns are. Um, I don't even think, I mean, I I just looked it up just to be sure. Harrison Ford is 80 years old uh, as of right now. I don't see him becoming the Red Hulk. Like, he just recently heard himself on set, like, filming, well, I forget what movie it was, uh, but... Like, whatever, whatever it was, it was like a couple years ago, he he got hurt really bad. So, I don't expect him to be in mocap suits like, uh, um, uh, like Hulk is or like She Hulk and doing anything like that just to satisfy the fans. And with that being said, it doesn't mean that Red Hulk won't be a part of the Thunderbolts or won't ever appear, uh, in the MCU because even then, um, uh, general ross wasn't the only red hulk to ever appear in comic books there are other people that have been red hulk and they can just pivot that entirely and still have you know uh harrison ford be general ross and then have someone else become red hulk and he can just be responsible for the uh the red hulk's creation um he could you know just be a one and done. This could be just a one off appearance in this Captain America movie, and they have just officially killed the character off, so they don't have to worry about um, Harrison Ford in the future doing a bunch of movies or doing any mocap or you know using this character again, just because it was an unexpected you know passing of William Hurt. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: your your point is right. He's he's fairly up in the age there, and um him him wanting to go along with the role cuz he tends to not want to stick in in certain roles for too long um he kind of gets tired of doing like repetitive roles uh, he wanted out of star wars for like such a long time um i remember that um he, he i think he was like if I remember correctly, he he was almost done by episode. Like, he wanted out by episode, after episode um, four. And then they brought him back, obviously. And then he was just kind of tired of it. But it will be interesting. But what I wanted to ask you about is, you know, there's been a big discourse again online. I don't know. I'm sure maybe you've seen it. That, obviously, they replaced a uh, William Hortz, who passed away and he didn't pass away that long ago um and obviously they've replaced him as a as with harrison ford and and there's been a lot more people saying you know what like i they need to replace t'challa um like just writing him off right now is just a bad idea he's such a big character and in marvel he's as as a as a especially as a black superhero, he's such a big, um, you know, factor in that regard. So like, uh, what do you? I, I know your thoughts have generally been that they, they should recast it, but like, like do you do you think that criticism is fair that people are bringing up? Like, you know, they're recasting these characters, uh, but this major character that's so important, you know, they're they're not recasting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's unprecedented within the MCU with uh, Terrence Howard being recast with Don Cheadle, uh, Edward Norton being recast with Mark Ruffalo, and and now William Herb being recast with uh, Harrison Ford. Um, Not to say that those characters were bigger because they definitely weren't uh, and aren't as big as T'Challa, Black Panther. As far as popularity and significance to the future of the MCU and uh, uh, you know uh, perception with, with fans and stuff, so it is again a big. I don't really understand why you couldn't have uh, regard. Like again, being respectful to Chadwick Boseman and his family, uh, you still have a business to run and fans to satisfy, as well as stories to tell. And the fact that, you know, again, I mean, if the, as far as I understand, maybe because he was the first person to pass that um, pass away, uh, Chadwick being the first person to pass away within the MCU, because, again, Edward Norton was just a dispute, Terrence Howard was a dispute sort of thing, whereas this was a different circumstance. But here we are now, again, William Hurt passed away, um, and we're not being... You know, we're not treating him in the, in the same light as Chadwick. So, um, which and he I'm was not, in the I'm role longer, about No, right, Not yeah. better about it.
0: Yeah. yeah, he was in the role longer. Like, he's obviously he was uh, Thunderbolt Ross in the MCU's Edward Norton movie, and then he's been and, and throughout like showing up in random movies. Um, obviously not big roles, but he's been there, you mm-hmm. know, consistently.
1: Um, and I think it, it, it was just more of an emotional reaction um, from, you know, everyone making decisions in the MCU and so on uh, at the time. And then, did, you know, based off of, again, Twitter, because at the time, again, like when Chadwick passed away, people online were saying do not cast reach Re- at at right. when he passed away. So they probably made a decision at that point to not recast T'Challa. Right. And then it took several months later as it settled in for people that say, hey, if we don't bring back T'Challa, that means we won't have Black Panther again. And then people's minds started changing. Um, But uh, like when he passed away, I didn't like I. I thought MCU didn't need to say anything or make a decision right away. And even I didn't even want to talk about it on Twitter or openly because I wanted to focus on Chadwick and I wanted to focus on his career and and on the person as opposed to my satisfaction from movies and stuff. Uh, And that that was the right call, but making, you know, when it's time to make business decisions and what to go forward with, yeah, it would have been a better idea to me. Like you said, I already have said, That they should have uh, recast Chala. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. So you know, we'll see. You know, obviously they've talked about recasting him, but much later, if they would, maybe maybe they'll change their minds and and do something where they recast him sooner than than they originally planned. So we'll see. Like I, I think it's obviously always about the general, um, viewer. Uh, com- like they can, like the, the viewer can obviously shift a lot of what they want to do. Like, especially when you know when fans want a certain thing, MCU's kind of has listened in the past. Like with the uh, John Krasinski as uh, Mister Fantastic, that's a, that was like a big fan favorite choice, right? Um, and not to say he's gonna be Mister Fantastic going forward, but just to give the fans something. A lot of the stuff that happened in No Way Home, um, a lot of fans wanted stuff like that, and they kind of honored the fans. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it could come about the same situation where they honor the fans who, where if it becomes more of a popular choice, like you know what we, I think we need uh need to bring the, the actual King T'Challa Black Panther back. Um, they might they might go in and do it. So. We'll see with that. Um, but moving on, uh, next Fast flick. it was announced that the Man of Steel 2 was actually gonna happen with Henry Cavill. Um, and in a new report from Hollywood Reporter, it's been revealed that Warner Brothers very much has his eye on reprising the uh, Henry Cavill iteration of the hero. And a project described essentially as Man of Steel 2 is being produced by uh, Charles Roven and they are currently, like, searching for writers uh, for the script. Um, but, yeah, it seems that they're going to try to get this done. Obviously, it's very early. You never know what happens. Um, they could always run into roadblocks and change their minds or whatever. But it seems like for now that that's they want to go on with it. And, and obviously, Henry Cavill has had um, – it's been, like, rumor that he wanted out of the role, and then there was rumors that he was open to coming back. Um, and then, obviously, there was the other rumor about when uh, Warner and Discovery merged the new CEO or whatever, wanted to completely redo everything. So uh, what are your thoughts on that, Like, of them potentially wanting to do Amanda Steele
1: 2? Um well uh, from what i understand is it's like they're dif- like it's one of their big important things like it's and it should have been a long time is it's it's one of right. if i if i think of the last i mean we've been having this uh modern age comic book movie if you want to start with the MCU with 2008 uh since then i think one of the biggest tragedies uh, pitfalls if you will of all of these comic book movies and the stories and stuff and, uh, and and what's just a production of them is the fact that we only had one Superman movie with Henry Cavill and right. they haven't followed up with him since then and it's been rather purposeful for the like the first little bit of it that they didn't want to do it and um, Another one, just a side note, is the fact that we never actually got a standalone Batman movie with Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. which, like, I mean, they started, they made the wrong decision by starting Ben Affleck with Batman versus Superman. But uh, just the fact that we never actually got his, his because they did write one, uh, or at least they were working on writing one, and then he decided to quit. But um, still, uh, just a lot of missteps with the DC stuff. And, and just needs to be writing uh, that, that ship. Um, another note on this, though, on this same article, and just with DC talk in general, is uh, one, James Gunn is, like, signed up to do another uh, DC movie, uh, which we don't know exactly what, whether it's, like, a Suicide Squad 3 or uh, some other property. Uh, we don't really know uh, just yet, but he is back in the bag with um DC and then just a little bit of news on uh the Batman the uh Matthew Reeves Batman that you are still working on the um the penguin series uh the penguin is it a series or a movie i think it's a series No, it's a series and uh, yes. it's
0: supposed to be on HBO Max i believe and um, in general i think there's a he wants to do an entire um like universe around that movie where right. all the other characters he ends up doing a movie or a, or a TV show about um, that we saw in that movie.
1: Right. It says already a series spinoff focusing on Colin Farrell's penguin is on the way uh, on its way to filming next year, but reuse is plotting more. The filmmaker is meeting with writers and directors to build out mo- movies, not just series, focus on Batman's Rogues Gallery except both established and um, and more obscure with characters ranging from Scarecrow's Clayface to Professor Pig. I think that's how you say his name. All those projects are in the very early stages of gestation. So there's, like, they're planning things out, uh, but they want to build out the whole rogues gallery of Batman, uh, of the Matthew Reeves Batman movies. So the the Robert Pattinson Batman, the one we just got earlier this year, uh, which is separate from our Ben Affleck and all of that stuff but just again uh but yeah there's, there's a, quite a bit of DC news uh in this article from uh, Hollywood Reporter and even a little bit more kind of some speculation stuff that we'll probably talk about a little bit more next week after we watch Black Adam but uh we'll we'll come back to that yeah 100% um but yeah so moving
0: on another DC uh that we've talked about a lot of on this show Ezra Miller pleads not guilty to book burglary charges in Vermont and faces up to 26 years in prison. Uh Carl, uh take it away.
1: <laughs> yeah, if, if if anything, um if you've been keeping up with our our show here, um we you know we, we don't want to make we want to make sure that if you're listening to us in the very least if they do recast Ezra Miller as a flash or just cancel the flash movie altogether you won't be surprised by it because we've kept you informed uh, enough about what's going on so yeah he he ended up again the last time we talked about it it was him being charged for these uh, burglary uh, charges uh, this was like back in May or June or something like that. And now he's facing up to 26 years in prison if he's convicted. So he just pleaded not guilty. And we'll have to see uh where all of this pans out, um, as far as uh the trial and, and whatnot. And of course, the flash movie is still you know delayed because I think if originally we would be watching it right now, or maybe like next month, or if it was still on the original schedule um but it got delayed so many times and still uh currently scheduled for next summer but that's you know in the air and who knows if uh they'll stick with Ezra Miller again because we don't know how long this is going to take.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, at this point I'm hoping he goes away to prison because he deserves it. He deserves to go to prison um for being a terrible person. <laughs> uh he's caused a lot of havoc like if anyone less privileged was did the stuff that he did they would be locked up for at least like a, a couple of years uh, but we'll see i mean i know like that the last i think we had talked about the flash it was because they they had like a screening a pre-screening or whatever or, or a fan screening i can't remember what it was but it got, it, it resonated really well with those, with people. And supposedly it was the best DC film uh, screened since like those Chris Nolan Batman movies. So then that made them say, okay, well, we're going to stick with Ezra, but man, this guy's a menace, man. He needs to be gone. Um,
1: but yeah,
0: we'll move on. Uh, the next, next fast flick, uh, red so is it red son Sonia? sonia sonia, sonia. first look matilda lutz stars in millennium media's comic book film i don't know anything about this
1: yeah, I'm going to say, like, I'm pretty sure we never actually had a discussion on this. So first off, they're making a Red Sonja movie, and Red Sonja is a comic book character. And uh, Red Sonja, in general, uh, started off as a character created by Dynamic Entertainment, but did have some time as a Marvel character, but currently is back with, basically, contracts have gone back and forth. Sometimes she was a Marvel character. Sometimes she's not. Currently, she is not a Marvel character. So this is not an MCU movie. This is not a Marvel movie. Uh, Again, the comic book company is Dynamic Entertainment. And they announced this. And actually, just a quick backstory, uh, because I actually do remember this from years ago, that they uh, were initially planning on making a Red Sonja movie uh, with Robert Rodriguez as as director. And it was going to be Rose McGowan that was supposed to be um red Sonia, and this was years ago so that got canned or canceled or whatever just got trashed and then it was supposed to be uh resurrected by brian singer so brian singer was supposed to be he- heading it and then all of the brian singer stuff happened with all of his allegations and whatnot so that got put back on the shelf and now it's resurrected again um uh, and officially, uh, they did talk about it over the summer, uh, casting Matilda Lutz. And there's been some other casting news, but we do finally have um, a first image, so it's like it's actually happening. This is what Matilda looks like. Um, as Red Sonia, this came out about a week ago, so it is in currently in production. She this is looking like it's going to be a movie that actually happens. Um, so uh, again, uh, I don't know personally like what her abilities are if she has any at all. I just know again she is a redheaded uh, woman that wears a bikini uh, that is like all metal plated bikini and wields a sword, and that's all that I know about Red Sonia. So uh, this costume, which we can't see the entirety of it, but you can see the metal pieces. You Can see the sword, she's redhead. Um, so far, so good, I guess. But, um, again, I don't know her villains, I don't know if she actually has powers or she's just a, a sword fighting lady, uh, whatever or what the deal is. But we'll see more of that pretty soon,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, it, it's, it's something I'll have to look more into and, and learn about. Um, to see what that character is about. And maybe we'll find out more information uh, at some point. But, yeah, that, that's all we have for Fast Flicks. Now we're going to get in, into our main feature, uh, or review of the She-Hulk uh, series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, we do have the official trailer, which we'll play, um, just in case anyone had not seen the show or... Just to get a little taste of it in
1: general oops wow jesus what the hell man still in
0: control no overwhelming feelings of rage no
1: a normal amount of rage
0: you do revert back to gen form when you sleep
1: was the air horn really necessary
0: for comedy absolutely this is a
1: multi-year journey you're about to embark on. Yes!
0: Huh. Yeah. Who's your best friend? Nikki. Eh, spandex. Spandex is your best friend. Being a Hulk asks for
1: balance. You have so much more to learn. <laughs> yeah. So I'm clearly nailing it at all of these things.
0: If you want to go back to life as a lawyer, I, I respect that. He doesn't mean that.
1: More and more eccentric superhumans are coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> we are going to launch a division for them. And I want the She-Hulk to be the face of it. Jennifer
0: Walters. Namaste.
1: I have a serious conflict of interest. This man tried to kill my cousin, Bruce. Yeah, that's quite all right. Oh. People only care because I'm representing Emil Bonsky. I think they care because they're like,
0: hey, that girl's green. (laughs) Jen,
1: do your thing. God, I really like this outfit. (laughs) I'm not proud of this all this we answer to a higher power our universe is on the edge of a precipice i am a lawyer we do things by the book mm-hmm. the book of the shanty no the book of american uh laws whether
0: you like it or not oh, you're now a superhero oh.
1: let's do this you know that friend you had in high school
0: who was way cooler than you were attractive got all the attention from everyone Ah! hello (laughs) Mm. i think i'm jealous is that what i'm feeling So that was uh, the trailer for She-Hulk. Um, Carl, I'll go ahead and get let you start uh, if you want to give us your general thoughts on the show before we get into details of uh, certain things that we want to talk
1: about. Certainly. Um, so uh, overall, I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Uh, not to say that it's part of my top tier favorites, uh, Disney Plus shows or Marvel shows, but um is definitely something that i enjoyed um i found it very funny and all of the referential stuff is partly like i understood it and partly i accepted it and wasn't against all of the fourth wall breaking which we'll we'll talk about um a little bit later but overall it was fun it was funny um it did not have the action that i had hoped it would i think that's kind of what's been um like an overall like people had a lot of people had expectations that there would be a lot of punching and smashing and uh buildings being destroyed and and cars thrown around and all of that sort of you know just more action in it Uh, it did have a lot more narrative and character building uh which is fine but um it is a hulk right she's still a hulk um, but she was so much in control that she didn't fight a whole lot. Um, and again, like not a lot of not a lot of bricks being broken or backs being broken or for that matter. Um, uh, and I think that's probably the only thing that I would truly like to have had a little bit of a change and they just had a little bit more fighting in there. Give her someone else to fight um in general or just something to do uh while as she hulk instead of just kind of because if for the most part it was again a very well uh developed character and seeing how she balanced her life as jennifer as well as she hulk and just giving her opportunities to grow those characters and, and and introduce her in a whole new life but it wasn't a i wouldn't even necessarily call it a superhero show because she didn't really do anything superheroic uh throughout the series uh, and this is and that wasn't her whole ideal. She wanted to not be She-Hulk. She didn't want the powers. She didn't want to have a super suit. She didn't want to um, be a part of the Avengers. She's not trying to be a part of the Avengers. She's just trying to live a normal life. And that was said in the series. She said that with her words. So I think, again, the expectations going into this was that people were thinking that she was going to try to, you know, have, you know, have save the world, uh, uh, join the Avengers, kick a lot of butt and do that sort of thing. And they kind of strayed away from that and said she's not that type of character, at least not yet. She doesn't want that. Uh, she wants to balance her life. She wants to find someone, you know, that makes her happy in her personal life. She wants to work and be a lawyer and put the bad guys to jail and do things by the book. She doesn't want to, um you know go around gallivanting across planet earth beating people up like the Avengers do. But by the end of the series, find you know, she is trying like, okay, I'll find justice and I will dish out justice by the book in the courts, but I'll also do it with my fist as she hulk. I'm gonna do it both ways. so she ended up ended the series that way, but we just don't get to see what this new Uh, She-Hulk hero is going to be, uh, at least not in this season, assuming there'll be another season, but, uh, or when we see her in future projects that she'll be a little bit more smashed, but uh, I enjoyed it, Uh, and uh, again, we'll talk about more things but I'll I'll let you give your opinions
0: Yeah, I I thought it was entertaining, Um, I liked so they set it up as not a superhero show, as a sitcom Um, Right so so that's why it wasn't like you know her just fighting every episode and um you know it's each episode like a sitcom had individual plots um points of the show episode that is um the cgi was whatever like it just it was what it was um I, I don't know why, like they cheaped out on the CGI. It's so confusing because it's Disney and they can afford it. So I don't understand why they did cheap out on it. Um, but even with with the bad CGI, I thought like it was just it was fun. It was lighthearted. Um, you know, it was it wasn't meant to be taken too seriously. And obviously, with her like to your point, wanting to. You know not be that superior be a regular lawyer still and you know live a regular life and um she's kind of i think you know she kind of builds towards it in the end where she might do regular stuff but she kind of understands that you know she there's the other side too that she she probably has to you know use her powers to do good things in certain ways um, especially when she meets daredevil um, and we'll talk about Daredevil later. But yeah, like, I, I, I thought it was entertaining. Like, I, I really, I enjoyed it. I, I, I don't understand a lot of the criticism and hate for it. Um, like, I generally thought it was, like, a, a, it was an enjoyable show to me. Like, uh, people take things way too seriously sometimes with these things. I don't understand. Like, it was, it wasn't meant to be a serious show. It was just meant to be just a goofy, lighthearted show. I enjoyed the fourth wall, wall breaking. I thought it was it was funny. It was funnily done and kind of made me think, like, hmm, it'll be interesting. Like, maybe this is how they'll kind of handle the Deadpool fourth wall breaking as well. Um, and it'll be interesting. It'll be a little, maybe a little more, Um, <clears throat> um what do you call it? A little bit more, differently done slightly uh with with deadpool but like maybe give you a glimpse of it and yeah so like i said overall i thought it was good uh, you know, that's my general uh, thoughts on, on the show itself
1: now i do uh want to come, come back to a couple of things you were saying so first uh um as you were talking about the cgi i did want to like my personal opinion mm-hmm. on it which i again i know is a huge divisive thing uh before the show came out And I mentioned, which we just watched the trailer, that one, YouTube compression is really bad. So trying to assess how good CGI um, is based off a YouTube video is not a good idea. And then even worse on Twitter, uh, that's not a good idea. So you'd have to actually watch the show to see how good uh, the CG and all of that looks. Uh, That being said, I... I think that still shots of her or very slow moving, like as she Hulk images and stuff, I think they look crisp and good and great. I think they look very, very natural. and, And like in these, these two in particular, I think they look fantastic. It's when she's moving is when it looks a little weird. Um, yeah, especially uh, like when she's walking into the office or uh, fighting and things like that. That's when it got a little bit because like I feel either there's some frames that are skipped in there or just the uh, part of it would be um, for one. She had multiple actors, so she did have mocap like so Tatiana Maslany was mocap. She had the suit on. She had the helmet and all the dots on her face and stuff like that. So they didn't mocap for her, but they also had another woman that is actually because she looks supposed to be six foot seven. So there's another woman that's actually like very, very tall that was like the body double for those very tall scenes where you know you needed a tall character. They mm-hmm. needed the actors to look upward. They needed someone to wear like the dress because you know, again, Tatiana's not six foot seven, so putting her in a dress and then they would have to stretch not just the body but stretch the dress out, it makes no sense. So they just got an actual tall woman, uh, by the way, her name was Malia Araya or something like that. So any of the scenes where you see like full on She Hulk just walking, uh, is for the most part, it's this woman that's actually uh, playing She Hulk, and then they Put, use a CGI to change her face to be Tatiana's face, but Tatiana as She-Hulk with all of her extra hair. So, but it was it was the moving the, the motion, that's where things were a little bit lackluster. Um, that's my only little gripe with the CGI, uh, honestly, because even Hulk, I think, looked fine. Um, but personally, actually, I, I wanted to, while we're talking about this now, Uh, As much as people had problems with the CG with She Hulk, I don't think I've heard anyone talk about the CG for Abomination, and I think he looks terrible. No, Um, I'm general for me the
0: entirety of the CGI at that was
1: okay. Yeah, I I I think he looks terrible, and it's it's, uh, like I'm glad he doesn't look the way he does. He did in uh, Incredible Hulk with the Edward Norton Hulk because he was Mm -hmm. just gross and not accurate. This is Mm -hmm. more accurate, but he's still gross, like especially in the eyes. Like he has like normal eyes. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that needs to change. His head shape is weird. His his fins are a little small or I I don't know, like the body, like his shoulders. All of this just looks real bad. Um, So I think that is deserving more attention than actual She-Hulk or Hulk. Uh, and that's in that regard, but again, I know more people were focused on on She-Hulk, they didn't really show much abomination before, you know, because this is from the final episode, so um, I know we've had, like, a month or two of of people hating on the CGI, but again, I think this looks plenty good, so that's just my my personal opinion.
0: No, I don't disagree with that, but I just think, like, the other parts of it, like, with the like, I, I, not just with her, I'm just saying the general CGI overall in this movie or, or the show, like you talked about the moving parts. And then when you consider um, the abomination, all that stuff, I just I just perplexing things like, why did Disney cheap out on that? That doesn't make sense to me. Like they spend so much money, <laughs> like they make a lot of money and they blow a lot of money on so many things. Um, I don't understand why they would for this show. I
1: don't. I don't think money of it is a factor because I mean they, have... they just
0: got or maybe they just got poor like like I know there's like sometimes people talk about like how the the artists are rushed.
1: Yeah, that's Time-wise. what I was alluding to. Like, I don't think money was really an issue. I mean, we already had like like I did say like the trailer CGI versus the actual show you know that stuff wasn't even finished by the time the the show like they finished some of the cgi uh before but even then like if it's still lackluster they were still like tuning it and stuff last minute but regardless like they are still doing last minute work and it's not like they went they do use multiple house you know like cgi houses like and all of that but um they still use the same ones it's not like they keep changing it all the time or they Try to find the lowest cost one. They if they put in good work, they put in good work. But if they didn't have time to make it look like Avengers Endgame or make it look like, uh, you know, Age of Ultron or something like that, you know, they they were they were either rushed or maybe they just fell behind. COVID is a a, a possible reason as well. They just didn't have the time. But I really don't think money had anything to do because this the marketing campaign alone, like. What show has a character like this have a whole poster and go through a photo shoot when they were only in one episode and are completely uh, insignificant to any kind of plot points whatsoever? You know?
0: All right. Well, I mean, it was on, he had an episode that he was.
1: Yeah, was just one to. episode. Yeah. And he, oh, and... yeah,
0: it was one, I guess. I thought it was two. His, his character was in uh, like two episodes. He episode.
1: showed up because in that one episode, because he was picking up his suit when she went to go visit the the tailor guy. He was in. He was walking out of that there with his suit, but he wasn't wearing his suit. He was just walking out. And then the next episode was his episode.
0: Well, okay, fair enough. Um. So yeah, I mean, I want to get in a couple of other bits about the show, uh, the different characters and a couple of just pointing out, um, one Easter egg in particular. So, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the one character it's interesting that they had in here and I'm, I'm imagining she's going to be back at some point. Um, I was, uh, um, Titan- uh, Titania, uh, played by, is it is Titania? I thought Titania
1: It is Titania, is it? like Titania. Titan- yep.
0: Oh, is it okay? Titania, My bad. Um. So she is played by Jamila Jamil. Um. And she is basically the like the biggest rival or like the like the the main villain of. She Hulk, like you know, how like Spider Man is being goblin, um, and and so forth. Uh, she is throughout like the last like decade, 40 years, four, four decades of this comic books existing. Her and uh, She Hulk have gone on battles and been into various diff- different confrontations. Um, and obviously, they show her them really, you know, her. Kind of, you know, trying to take the She-Hulk name away from, um, from Jennifer Walters, and then Jennifer Walters fights back, and then they're at that wedding, and then they get in a fight there, and she's kind of just always around, randomly showing up and being an antagonist of some sort. So um, that was her character was it was fun. I thought I thought I liked the actress. I thought she it was. It, she had some funny um, moments. Um, obviously, the, she, they were trying to show her off as like a uh, uh, what do you call it? A, a socialite superhero or socialite like person with powers. Um, I don't know if they actually made her a villain in in general, but like more so just having a conflict with She Hulk, more so than her being an actual bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts on on the actress and, and the character?
1: Um, on the character in the comics, I love Titania. This uh version of her, I honestly did not care for her at all. She was probably my least favorite thing about the entire uh series, uh, was how she was implemented. Like, I don't mind her um not wearing like a a costume with a bunch of spikes and so like, I I get it, It's, it's ridiculous, but um, I just didn't. I feel like she was just lame she was just kind of boring and lame to me like the fight like the opportunity because again the, they're huge rivals and like even in the most recent run of comic books um because they've been fighting this like in like you said like 40 years in the most recent run of comic books was she hulk they they just like get together She's like hey um, uh, i really got some steam like titan is like i got some you got to blow off some steam do you want to fight yeah. And they just fight just because they want to fight and they just like smashing each other through buildings and stuff just to blow <laughs> off some steam. Cause they like, we've been fighting each other for so long. Let's just, let's just fight. I don't care. Like, let's just do it. And like, this was like, it was more petty um, to me. Like it was really fighting over, like you said, cosmetics and, and like fighting over the rights to her name. Uh, like what was her motivation? Like, she wasn't working for at least by the end of the series, she wasn't working for anybody. Uh she didn't have any personal grudge. She mean like the literal first episode, she just busts through the courtroom for no reason. Like, okay. Uh and they just start fighting. Like, what what is this? Um, so I I didn't like her. Um the designs for her costumes were were fine again like to do the social media thing like at least have one angle I'm okay with all of that but the fact that they just really barely fought um there wasn't really an entertaining fight um like the wedding was the, like the last time they really threw down if i remember correctly and it, yeah it, they that was the opportunity for her to to smash things and she really didn't do much fighting
0: uh yeah i mean i suppose i thought I thought it was um I thought it was fun. I thought she was fine. Um I, I think they wanted to do a little bit different of with her character and they kinda like I said, they tried to make her look like, you know, that she was like a um what's the word I'm looking for? Not like a YouTuber, but like you know, what do you influencer? call it? Influencer, that's it. Like an influencer. Um and she had Aussie powers and then and She was just rivals. Like to me, the reason she she was rivals with her is like she was jealous of She Hulk, and she just wanted to be, she wanted to be known as that strong woman, big strong woman, and that's why she was in conflicts with her. But uh, but yeah. Uh, so moving on, um, there was there was a little Easter egg and. It was almost pretty much, you can theorize that it was hinting at uh, Wolverine. Um, there was a screenshot. So after, after transforming into she looks like um, and stopping uh, Titania um, in court after the first episode, Jen's kind of searching for a job and clicking to articles, related articles. And then you see between, it's a little snippet that says man fights with Metal Claws and Bar Brawl. Um, so yeah, a so man fights Metal Claws and Bar Brawl. Um, that's that's like Wolverine, like fighting in a bar with Metal Claws, like that's kind of like an Easter egg for kind of showing a little by little they're, they're kind of dropping Easter eggs of mutants existing in, within the MCU. Um, at least that's how I took it as like when I, I saw that and when I was reading about it uh, what are your thoughts on that like as far as them dropping that little nugget in there
1: uh, before we discuss Wolverine I'd like to mention the other line that's on this same screenshot is why is there a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean like we're finally having a oh, MCU right, right. property acknowledging that there's a celestial right. sticking right. out of the ocean as half the size of the planet um because they have not done that and it's been over a year since uh or almost a year it came out in november of last year so all we had like hawkeye and we had um dr strange and spider-man and you know all these other things have come out and this is the first time that they've actually acknowledged that that happens uh we still don't know what they're doing about it but uh, as far as Wolverine of it all, yeah, this is one hundred percent them talking about Wolverine. There's no, there's very few characters that have um, claws, metal claws. At you know, being in a bar is literally Wolverine thing. They could be referencing like the first Wolverine mo- or X Men movie, or just it doesn't even matter if it's referencing the movie or not. It's something that Wolverine does. He goes to bars, he drinks beer, he gets into bar fights does it like on a weekly basis. So that this is a 100% a Wolverine reference. Um and like you said, it's not just it's it's not just Wolverine but it's acknowledging that mutants aren't just being discovered but they've been there the whole time. Right. a uh, sort of thing. Um uh, and I have another part which cuz I knew there was like another thing but I forgot about this. Um that whole after post credits sneaker thing with in, the, I believe, the same episode as, as this, where we see the sneaker wall for uh Pug. All of these sneakers are themed on Marvel characters, and not all of them are characters that have already debuted. These some of them have mutants, like we can go through, you can see Deadpool to the far right as Captain America. Uh, there's right like, where um this woman is looking at right in front of her that, that's the thing from the fantastic four and right below by, by her mouth is vision and below that is cyclops black panther the spider-man and moon knight here uh green goblin captain marvel quicksilver um, magnetos here as well, they have Doctor Strange and uh, Nova, and even uh, Speedball right to the left of uh, this guy's face. That's the Speedball uh, colors. So, whether or not this a hundred percent direct reference to say that Speedball already exists and Nova already exists, or if it is this is just a fun thing, but it's there. And is these are like if you look at all of those post-credit scenes uh, animations, they usually are referencing something that happened in the show and they're paying off like a moment that was referenced in the show like um when abomination said you know abomination was sneaking out and doing all of these appearances as uh, as abomination he was taking his collar and he's putting on a chicken and then he animated that as a post credit scene and then all of the dates that she went on and and lifting weights and all of that stuff they put it in these post credit animations So it's hard to say for sure that this is canon, but it's kind of alluding to it being canon. And again, Cyclops is there, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Black Panther, Moon Knight, the thing, Deadpool, so many other characters. They're just there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that will be interesting. Like I said, you know, like I've always theorized that, well, obviously with, with the, with them bringing the Eternals and the Celestials and obviously in the comics, uh, mentioned in the past that, that when the celestials come to Earth they they create three different things they create um, eternals um, they create deviants, and then they give humans the mutant X gene. so and I've always thought that like you know obviously mutants are always been there and the reason they, they haven't, Been helping out or doing whatever using their powers is because they're mutants and they're afraid to be exposed because they're different from every other human. And they're a lot of them, obviously, they look different too. Like, so they're they hide under the sewers. Um, and in general, are don't want to be like you know cast as pariahs. Um, and that's what obviously in the X Men essentially the comic series is about like mutants are seen as pariahs and they're not liked by, you know, it's, it's the humans versus mutants. Um, and there's, you know, there's a lot of like, uh, prejudice involved and things like that. So, um, so that's, that's, I think that's an easy way to do those, the X-Men stuff. Um, well, we'll see, obviously, what they do. I mean, maybe these are just for fun little things that also could be throwing in just for fans. Right. And in, in the grand scheme of it, it doesn't really mean much for what they want to do for the X-Men and mutants uh, down the line. But we'll, we'll find out. Um, so the next clip, uh, our next screen, uh, I want to talk about Daredevil. Uh Daredevil, uh yeah, Cliff Prejudice and Fear. It's that's a lot of what the X-Men is about, like essentially talking about all the the it, it symbol it symbolizes a lot of like the civil rights stuff and um all that uh, like basically you know hating people for being different, essentially. Um, but yeah, moving on. Uh so Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Now they did change up the Daredevil in here. Uh, like you see the suit, it's more of the. And I forgot to do a screenshot of the of his older comic suit, and I don't know if you had it. Um, if you, obviously no worries if you don't. Uh, but they they do originally when he first started he had the yellow um, in his suit, um, and then obviously they left some of the red. From the from the Netflix series, obviously, like the parts of it. Um, originally, you know, I remember saying that I wanted the Daredevil to be more gritty and be the way he was. but you know what the way he portrayed it in here I actually enjoyed it and, and, and it was kind of true to the comic too. like the when not the Frank Miller version, but the original version of Daredevil, uh, where he's a little more carefree, a little more, but he's also kind of like this guy that um like they show him being like, kind of like a playboy in a sense. Um and that that stuff kind of stands in true too, and and the way he is. And I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed him the way they portrayed him, and it kind of got a glimpse of maybe what they'll do. For the show as well, what were your thoughts on uh, Daredevil? And how I
1: wanted sure. to ask you: Did had you seen anything as to the reason why they decided to go with particularly yellow the re- yellow red costume for this, as opposed to just putting him in something else that's red or just you know like what had you seen anything? Um, no, but I I kind of assumed it was
0: reasoning being because. Remember when, when Charlie Cox had quoted, uh, like when they were doing Born Again? Um, but it's not going to be Born Again based off the comics, the Frank Miller comic strip. It's going to be Born Again because it's moving from Netflix to Disney Plus and they're redoing, they're doing a reboot of it. So it's Born mm. Again in that sense. So I'm, I'm assuming that they wanted to change it up from and, and kind of distance it from the Netflix and not have it too related to that. So that's what I'm assuming. Um, did you find anything under reason? No, I was just
1: curious if you knew anything because, like in general, like I do know that um, when the Netflix series were ending, they had all of the costumes. They've been auctioned off, like the actual costumes for Daredevil and Iron Fist and uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. They were auctioned off. They do not. Marvel Studios does not own them anymore. Like the final costumes, uh, they're gone. So they had to remake costumes or make new costumes in general just just for this. So we'll see new looks for those other characters whenever they come because but they again, they are gone. Someone bought them. Uh, Mm -hmm. That being said, I do. If I had to speculate why they went with yellow or red, Mm because it is. You know, it's not his first costume and I don't know why he will want to stand out that much this late in his career. So I think it's more like said it's more of a a tribute to fans because like Mm -hmm. here's an Easter egg for you fans. But also just like a meta way, a meta way of saying here's his first appearance in the MCU as he first appeared in comic books. He wore yellow and red. That's the only thing that I can like, okay, that, that makes sense to me uh but in general i do like the way he was used uh he's not like when characters like again this is like you said this is a sitcom where daredevil is definitely not a sitcom but the show so i don't expect him to be like this when he goes to his full series because he'll have the same seriousness and tone um so i don't expect him to be hooking up with everyone and doing all this stuff because i'll have you know that was a controversy in well, film, he ha- he has know. in the comics. He's he's hooked
0: up in so many. I things. mean,
1: it's not that I'm saying. That, I'm not saying he's not capable of having sex with the people on his own series. I mean, he. I'm pretty sure he and uh, Karen Page might have. Maybe yeah, it's been a while. No, they did. But they did. But I, I'm just saying, general uh, it was more comical in this. And I'm I'm sure. saying in that regard, it's sure. not going to be sitcom Daredevil on Born Again daredevil like we're not gonna maybe that. maybe because, not
0: exactly but it, it could still be a similarly um not not him being as brooding but being more like just because the way he was even uh matt murdoch was in no way home um he wasn't as like dark right he was just
1: right but that's also that's what point i'm saying is that it's transformative based off of what you're appearing in What are Spider-Man films? They're pretty lighthearted and funny and goofy and with a little bit of action. And then She-Hulk is also a comedy. Is Daredevil seen as a comedy series? Not that they don't have funny moments, but no one would classify it as a comedy. But Spider-Man, absolutely. She-Hulk, absolutely. So when they put him in the series, they're going to make fun of him and make fun of and use him in funny ways. When he goes on his series... He's not going to be using that same kind of way. He's going to be using the way well, that maybe. we're used to. That, that's maybe. what I. That's my opinion. So no, that no, no, he, certainly, yeah. certainly, it yeah.
0: could be. It could be. So um,
1: yeah, like we we'll, we'll, we could see possibly Jennifer crossover into Daredevil because again she's in L.A., Daredevil's in New York, so she would have to fly really. to New York for some reason. Which, uh, you know, all the crime is happening in New York, so I would assume she would make a trip to New York at some point, whether or not that means they're going to actually have a relationship or uh, if, if this was just a, a fling. I mean, he's met the family and everything, so it's a possibility that they can you know, continue this on. But even then, if that happens, I don't expect for Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk, to just come on to the Daredevil show and be all silly, lighthearted, and goofy all the time, and, and maybe when they're together, he's more laid back and relaxed and comfortable and stuff. But I don't expect his show to just not have it's, it's like making a uh, kingpin funny, like right. making that's true, a bullseye funny, making Electra funny. Like, I don't think they're going to just do all of those characters that way. Me, like I said, when She Hulk and Daredevil are together, uh, if they do that. Then maybe that makes sense when they're together, because just like any relationship, you take on traits of your partner. So he, he can totally be a little bit more carefree, a little bit, because even when when they were first interacting on their rooftop, he was being super serious. You've never done this before. You stay here. I'll go take care of the bad guys. And she's like, no, I'll just smash them. I, just, you know, dude, I'm the Hulk. I'll just go through the wall. And this is a done deal. It's like, no, 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 we need to be discreet. I've done this a thousand times before. So it was their clashing, but as you know, again, they ended up getting along quite well. Um, So I expect that uh, when they're together, but in his own series, when he's by himself, I don't expect him to continue to act like this.
0: Right, right. Um, So, yeah, moving on, uh, you have a couple of still frames here that I don't know if you wanted to bring up. I don't know what you wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah, so let me real quick I'll go back to um uh, Leapfrog. I only wanted to comment on that I was surprised that they decided to use Leapfrog because I don't think Leapfrog is a MC or a Marvel character because I I think everyone thought this was going to be Frogman uh, as opposed to Leapfrog and um with Frogman Like he's you know established character leapfrog sounds like the children's toy. So that's I thought that they wouldn't you know be able to use a name like that, but that's the only thing about him. I didn't really care about that character again. It was a one-off thing, uh, as we already mentioned there. Um, and then yeah, we can like unless you have something else you wanted to bring up, we can start talking about the finale.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things on the finale that I wanted to comment on. I just, I just know you had a couple of screenshots here that.
1: Right. Know, the, the, everything else is for the finale. That's all I'm oh, asking. Okay. If you had anything oh. Else oh, yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, yeah, that's fine. Let's, let's get into the finale.
1: Okay. So, yeah, as far as uh, the finale goes, again, we've had so many fourth wall breaks on the show. And this is, um, again, par for the course for the character. Um, cause it's inspired by the Jan- John Byrne run of, uh, She-Hulk comics. And this predates Deadpool predates, you know, it's when she's one of the first characters to break the fourth wall, at least within Marvel comics. And that's why it happened so much in the show. Cause it was inspired by those comic book runs. Um, so the, the overlying plot of, or one of the overlying plots of the series, uh, was one, uh, people's relationship and, and they, how they viewed She-Hulk versus Jennifer Walters. And he kind of wanted more She-Hulk uh, over Jennifer. But they had uh, this Todd character that was, you know, basically obsessed with She-Hulk, uh, was obsessed with the Hulks and had this major plot point of being ahead of the uh, organization called Intelligentsia and he called himself the Hulk King. And his whole deal was trying to steal her blood and he did successfully uh, steal her blood and he was able to use that and become a Hulk himself. He hulked himself out. But that was just part of this big overwhelming uh Moment like first half of the final episode because there was so much crap that was happening so fast in this last episode, uh, where everything again happening so fast between Todd getting his powers and uh, everyone finding out he was the whole king, and then f- finding out that Abomination was uh sneaking off and doing speeches and and, and violating his parole, and then all of a sudden DSS S. Machina. Uh, Hulk comes in, smashing through the wall, and he starts fighting Abomination, and then Titania shows up, and all of this stuff, and it's like, okay, this is crazy what's going on, this is, the thing is going off the rails, and that's where probably the most uh, fourth wall breaking thing, at least that uh, I've ever experienced, uh, definitely the most within Marvel, Possibly the most within pop, uh, major media, uh, where She Hulk against is talking directly to the viewer, and they pull up the Disney Plus screen, and she's there talking through the screen, and then pops out of the Disney Plus app because she assumes that everyone is just not uh, feeling what's going on in this crazy final episode. And stops you from being able to close out your Disney Plus. She pops down to mm-hmm. the uh, uh Marvel Legends or Marvel Assembled of uh, the, the Writers like show and jumps into that so she can go directly to the real world to the real Marvel Studios and actually interact with the real world writers for the She-Hulk, which again these are this picture are the action this is actually marvel studios actually the writer's mm-hmm. room actually the writers of the she-hulk show in the show and mm-hmm. she interacts with them directly uh the lead writer is the one here on the left with uh, the red shirt uh but all of these are writers for the she-hulk and you can see all the pictures of of she-hulk in the back the captain america stuff you got like jokes in the background on, on the dry erase boards and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, she's even had to go to again, actual Marvel studios. She signed an NDA before she met with, uh, with Kevin and so on. Uh, any, any thoughts on this part before we just talk about Kevin or anything like that?
0: Yeah, it was kind of, it was, a, it was, a, it was a surprising twist. Like, you're wondering what was going on it was and it was kind of something where you agree with like well, this ending is kind of confusing what is going on like all this stuff is happening it's very random and then all of a sudden she's just like no this is not how my show is gonna end <laughs> and then mm-hmm. and then you see her go into uh again the fourth wall break and she goes into the the the, the screen out of the screen and get finding the writers kind of roaming you know jumping through uh, this whole thing and it, it was funny it was a funny twist and surprising um, as far as what what they ended up doing at that
1: and, and another like a quick note on the writers um, there's a lot of Rick and Morty writers that are writing for Marvel now um, and I don't watch uh, Rick and Morty at all but they do a lot of fourth wall breaks in and Rick and Morty so right. this is like Something that they're used to doing uh, easily again. So the again the lead writer here on the uh, the red shirt uh, on the left, she wrote for Rick and Morty, uh, and then they also have Rick and Morty writers on King Dynasty and Secret Wars. So we're going to see yeah. them again uh, on those two big Avengers movies, which at least one of them should have Deadpool in it. So uh, we'll see some more fourth wall breaks uh, at least. And probably secret wars, uh, especially if She Hulk meets Deadpool. So I, I think we're not done with this uh, by any stretch of the imagination.
0: Right, right. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about Kevin uh, Faye. It was again another funny uh, twist to who, uh, what they wanted to do with Kevin. So Kevin turned out to be K E V I N. So K dot e dot B dot I dot n um and essentially an AI machine uh that that was like essentially a gag to show this is who Kevin Faye is obviously we know who the real Kevin Faye is but and this a machine <laughs> um, but in this he was a machine <laughs> um, this is
1: the real Kevin
0: yeah <laughs> but like you know it, it was just funny like um how they how they presented it and it gave you a good chuckle on it and 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 it was basically how you know the it was like Jen poking you know making f- poking like jokes on the way like the shows end and making fun of it and asking Kevin when you know asking him when do will see the X Men and and then Kevin's like I cannot tell you that because you know in Kevin fashion it's like everyone thinks a secret um but yeah i thought it was this funny it was like a funny twist too. um and she was also talking about like about how uh to wait to turn back into the uh, she hulk because of cgi money they don't have before. they can't afford it um things like that i just thought it was it was a funny little uh a little thing that they did
1: um what were, what were your thoughts on kevin the, yeah the on the on the cgi thing like did you notice um when she said like hey um or when he said when kevin said that we have already got our our cg people working on the next project did you hear the black panther music
0: yeah that and i i wanted to also meant like so i mean it kind of well, I'll, I'll mention the other thing when we talk about the uh, um, about where Hulk was, yeah. but yeah, um, they they played the Black Panther music for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it was just it was just funny. It was like, yep. Yeah, so they're already working on Black Panther, so we can't afford to bring you back, uh, transform you back into She Hulk right now. So you just stay as Jennifer. Uh, so I found that was funny. And then um, yeah, like one funny thing that I uh, I did notice, as you can see here with Kevin, um, right above the lights, at first let me say that Kevin again is an acronym. It stands for Knowledge Enhanced Visual Interconnectivity Nexus. Uh, Just a funny name, but it does use Nexus like we've used before in WandaVision, so I wonder uh, if it was meant to play off of that. Um, And then you see that round shape right above those lights. I kind of mm-hmm. looks like a hat like Kevin Feige's hat. Yeah, so I think it's supposed to be like a that nod he to he like, always wearing some sort of hat for whatever project he's working on, like Black Widow or Captain Marvel or whatever. So I thought that was a fun little wink uh, uh, at Kevin's like personal style um but i thought it was funny i think it was like because when they said kevin i did it was like oh she's going to actually meet kevin he like this is great i was like rubbing my hands i thought for sure that she was going <laughs> to actually meet kevin it was like i remember, He's I remember actually that the appear? writers like no one
0: gets to meet kevin <laughs> right
1: i was so hoping that he was going to be in there and when this happened i was like oh man but this is still funny and still cool I that do is, think though fun. it was a missed opportunity to put Kevin in there but also in the very least if they wanted to do this robot thing they could have had it voiced by Kevin so that it, you know, it was just like him his voice that would have been funny too um, other than that the the black the or excuse me the um, the X-Men wink where she just like hey when are we gonna get some more X-Men Um Man, I wish I, I'm. I'm glad we're getting so much, though. Like it's, like it's happening. They, they know. It's just them aware that people are asking for X Men, and that they are slowly trickling them in. Because, uh, as we said before, with like Wolverine and the uh, on the the newspaper there. Um, not only that, but there's other characters that are mutants that were in the show that they didn't even. Like make a big deal. Like Mister Immortal was one of the episodes. That was the episode where the guy uh, pretended to fake his death just to get out of marriages, and uh, he needed a lawyer, and he hired Jennifer and stuff. So every time he had a conflict where you know his spouse was you know trying to ask for money or wanted intimacy or wanted you know some sort of thing, and he would just fake his death. But that character is a mutant, at least in the comic books, and they didn't really like make this big, huge deal about it because character has been existing for a long time. He's got what was like 10 spouses just there and then he's lived for even longer than they have. Because the other his other spouses most likely died from old age so stuff like that then think uh a- aguila the one that was uh, with the sword the, the lightning that was a mutant character as well so um they are there they exist like right. like you said it's not that uh they need to do uh, a full-on origin where they just now are starting they've already been there and we just haven't uh seen them on camera yet so, uh, hopefully 2023 will be the year where we get a debut of someone that is popular and recognizable not just a uh, mystery immortal and uh, other small time characters. Right. I do like, cause w- what's the next Disney plus show uh, secret invasion we will probably, yeah. like I said, I, th- I think is a good chance that Daisy Johnson is going to show up there and that she will be a mutant and not an uh, in on that show. Maybe
0: Ploy, uh, that's Chloe Bennett. Yeah. Chloe Bennett. Okay, yeah, uh, played, yeah, like, so. playing down to another yeah.
1: Mm-hmm, uh, quick. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's certainly a possibility. Um, yeah, like I said, it just makes sense. It just makes total sense to do it that way instead of having. Because, like the other thought I had, like, well, why are they going to do that Secret War stuff? Where it, when the de- when the um, in the in the second Secret War or the newer Secret Wars. When all the universes combine into one type of deal, I hope they don't do that way because I think that way would be lame. Um, Just because I like the fact that uh, characters like Magneto and Wolverine—they're so old. Based on like just because Magneto can like his the magnetic field kind of ages him slowly a little bit, and then Wolverine obviously he's been. He's been around since like he's been in the Civil War. He's been in like the World Wars, Vietnam Wars. Just because he's he was born such a long time ago that like his his mutant ability just makes him age so slowly that he's just been around all this time. And it would be kind of cool to to have a situation where he ends up uh, obviously being running and showing him showing him running into like Steve Rogers and and Captain America, or or Captain America during World War II um, when he was part of the Canadian forces. Um, But we'll see. We'll see what they end up doing. Um, Like I said, maybe this is what they want to do and not just something they're doing for fun. But we'll find out for sure. But yeah, let's talk about the last bit bit here uh, where they show where Hulk was. Uh, So we finally learned why, you know, Hulk quickly shuffled off like he sh- left off uh, earth into that spaceship mm-hmm. they show him to and going back to Sakar in an earlier episode when she's ta- he's talking to I think it was like episode two or three um whichever of the ones where Abomination first showed up she was he was mm-hmm. talking to her later but if you, you see him leaving and he you find out that he was leaving to retrieve his son scar who's played by will Dausch, Dauschner. I think Will Daushner Doshner, if, that, if that's right, it's nice if I'm pronouncing it right. But yeah, it's kind of like um and I think we you know we had talked about if you remember Carl, uh we had talked about this a while ago because there was like a small rumor about them possibly doing World War Hulk, and in World War World Hulk, you find out that. He finds out that he has a son and then like his wife the the woman that he loves, the wife, dies, so he goes kind of berserk and essentially in World War Hulk Hulk is a bad guy, but um and the to tidbit I wanted to mention in the with the Kevin talk with Jen, he mentions re- relieving revealing what Hulk was up to during the maturity of She Hulk. And then she quickly shuts down the robot saying no to save it for the movie and then maybe that's also hinting towards hulk is finally going to get another standalone movie and that will be world war War hulk um maybe potentially world war hulk will be taking in the same time frame um like when when they show him going after sakaar that's gonna be that. That's gonna be the movie that they do, and showing him going to go get Scar, and essentially finding you know whatever he's gonna end up doing at in I and whatever the route that they go. Obviously, in the comics, he's he's a villain in a sense because he goes berserk in that comic because of what happens, and then like all these other superheroes are trying to stop him, essentially find a way to kill him. Um, but in this might be a little bit different. Who knows how they'll do go about it? But um, the also I'll say this though this part was funny to me because it was so anticlimactic. Like ah, this is where I was, guys. I have a son. It's like okay, <laughs> that, did, that was, and he the, and he was kind of like the son. Like his Scar was kind of like like an emo kid, like brooding. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: like okay, what's going on? Like that's out of nowhere, really. It just seems so anti anticlimactic and it wasn't any suspense added to it. It was just kind of funny the way that they presented it. But uh, what are your thoughts on, like, with Scar's uh, introduction and just all that stuff with Jen mentioning the movie and all that stuff?
1: I just see a meme, not that it's terribly relevant or correct, but it's just kind of funny, just pointing out uh, way back when. Um, in age of Ultron where Hulk and black widow are having their discussion mm-hmm. and he's talking about, uh, he's a monster and that he All can't right. have children and that she said, Oh, I can't have children either. And then <laughs> here he is, but that's a different circumstance, uh, entirely. So it was just, you know, not to be too critical on the meme. It was just meant to be funny, but, yeah. um, in general, so yeah, he's got a son. Um, this is canon to the comic books, although the son doesn't look like comic books. No, right he at doesn't, all. At all. he's he, like I said, uh, he's a little bit more emo, a little, little chill there, but uh, we'll see. Maybe he can turn it up later on. But that's my biggest issue is that I am like, I wish and only wanted Professor Hulk to be a short term thing. I need Hulk smashing stuff because now we've got Jennifer who is in control of her Hulk state and doesn't do a lot of uh, Hulk smashing. And we got Bruce Banner who's in control of his Hulk state and doesn't do any smashing uh, at all. He's just like normal person. Uh, that's that's so anti-Hulk. Like I need Hulk to go be on a rampage somewhere. Yeah. Uh, like, like I need that back. At least some Hulk, whether it's a Red Hulk, a She-Hulk, right, right. a Green Hulk. Uh, Scar, Polkling, uh, I, I don't care. Someone needs to be smashing stuff and causing uh, a problem, and I hope that it's Bruce Banner going back, as you said, and he can do World War Hulk and go to World Breaker Hulk and do that sort of thing, yeah. however they go about it, because obviously this is deviating from the comic books, uh, but I, I don't really care. I I'm I'm done. I'm kind of done with Professor Hulk. Like, him being a thing for right in the game like that's fine and now it needs it needs to be over with he like let's get him back to being a a brainless monster destroying everything because it's just it's too chill for me um that being said whether or not they are actually going to do world of hulk that it kind of like I, I know they said movie, and I just don't know if they're going to do, like like you said, a standalone Hulk movie, because if they could, they would have done one by now. Um, the legal issues and rights disputes that they have with... Well, I, I think that's it's coming
0: up, right? Like, where the rights will transfer over to uh, Disney soon?
1: I don't know what their contract is or what's what's the deal, because... Obviously, the last Hulk movie was made, was an MCU movie, but it's kind of like, like Spider-Man in that regard, uh, where Sony owns Spider-Man, but the movies are MCU movies. I don't know, like, all the details on, on the Hulk, but for what it's worth, I only know that Hulk can appear, well, actually Hulk and Hulk characters can appear in mcu movies if they're a part of an ensemble like the avengers but she hulk is also a part of that that's why they made her a series and not a movie because they can do series tv series and use her but they can't do movies with she hulk as the like she hulk and the title like they can't do hulk hulk in the title they could do the first one but i guess contracts and negotiations have broken down since then and they just uh and this is with columbia i believe columbia pictures is uh right. if i remember correctly owns the rights to the hulk so they can keep using him but they can only use him as part of an ensemble that's why he was in thor ragnarok as the guest there as opposed to just giving him a planet hulk movie which would have been way better than having him be a guest in a Thor movie. But they couldn't do that. So that's that's my understanding. So unless things have changed, which we don't necessarily know all of the the behind-the-scenes things, I don't expect a standalone Hulk movie with just Hulk or just She-Hulk and Scar and all of those. I don't expect that. It might be baked into a plot of another movie like they did with Thor Ragnarok. Uh, but it's hard to say, but I mean, they're definitely going to do something with Hulk. They've been kind of teasing a lot of Hulk over the last couple of years with here and there. This is what he's going to be doing. And we're going to do something with this character. It's just whether or not uh, it's going to be a Hulk movie, which we all kind of want.
0: Right. So there was a, there was just a rumor flying around that um, the university studios, has agreed to distribute Marvel films.
1: It was Universal and Not Columbia.
0: Yeah, and it was serious, agreed to distribute okay. Marvel films. The Incredible Hulk and sequels on essentially the same terms as those which Paramount has agreed to distribute other films, finance, and produce under the film facility. Um so they're they're basically saying that you know they, they would agree to allow um Disney to use the Hulk in movies if they by giving them the rights to do it, that was a rumor supposedly going around, and that's why the rumor started that potentially that they would do World War Hulk, and then obviously Jennifer drops that bit. But, and and maybe and maybe um, you know they don't do a necessarily. T- the title will be Hulk title, but it'll be a Hulk movie with them being in it, but it'll be with other characters as well. So who knows what they end up calling the movie? Um, or what they end like, the, like what they end up calling it in general. But it seems, it seems like it would have to at least explain, like show us where he was, and I'd imagine that's what part of that movie will be about. Um, any other final thoughts on She Hulk and everything we've talked about as we wrap up here?
1: Um. I think that's about it. Uh I do uh, I am also surprised again going back to the intelligentsia, uh, that it wasn't the leader involved, like we all kind of thought it was the leader mm-hmm. uh being involved in maybe I thought it was game. game. I thought and it was yeah, aim. that's a good guess too. Um because they did use it, we, we didn't talk about the rainbow uh the wrecking crew being Love in the series yeah. and I didn't really like them. I almost thought it wasn't them, like it was just people posing as them. But in the credits, they are credited as Wrecker and uh and Piledriver and, and so on. So, uh, they are considered the Wrecking Crew. Um, uh, I would think you know, because they are pretty significant Thor villains, and um, uh, sometimes I guess Hulk because they just smash things, but. Uh, they were kind of lame. They did, did one little odd job, and then the wrecker showed up later, and he was just like a nice guy. Uh, and that's about it. Um, right. But when they,
0: when, when they closed that suitcase, that it wasn't exactly the AIM logo. Okay. But it kind of looked similar. So I thought that that's what they were hinting at. It, it might be AIM trying to get her blood. But obviously, it just turned out to be something different
1: yeah so yeah no no leader in this well we know the leader will show back up in cap four um but no aim no leader uh no dr doom uh not anything like that and yeah it was just kind of weird so in comics the intelligentsia is responsible for creating the red hulk so we could see this organization pop back up again again you know harrison ford um is coming back as uh, General Ross so or is taking the role of General Ross, so we're we're not done with that character, so maybe we can see, uh, like I said, AIM could be involved. Uh, that makes a lot of sense as well, so yeah. Yeah, 100%.
0: But yeah, that's a wrap for today's show. Obviously, please check us out on the Barroom Network if you miss any best uh, episodes of, on YouTube under Uh, Barroom Network, and then on all major and minor podcast platforms on the Barroom Network as well. And please check out all our other uh, great shows that the Barroom Network has to offer, various ones from the Bears to the Cubs to the White Sox. Uh, I do a Bulls Gold, our Chicago Bulls podcast called Bulls Gold. Check that out as well. Uh, We had a really good season preview uh, with a really great NBA analyst, uh, Mark Schindler. should definitely check that out. Uh, it's a lot of good insight on a lot of Bulls', Bulls conversation. Uh, Bulls got a win today, so please do. Uh, there seems like they'll be a fun and entertaining team, at least. They're not a title contender, but sometimes just having fun team with games is, is good, especially when you're in Chicago sports because Chicago sports is a hellscape. <laughs> so if you can just at least get a team that can win some games and entertain you, it's, it's 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 at least an escape from what you normally have to deal with when you're a Chicago sports fan. So uh, check that out. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next time.
1: All right. Have a great night, guys.